Hey, and welcome to the Rally Podcast. We're stoked that you're here. We hope that this would be a tool to help you pursue the presence of God, people, and the ways of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. Hey, well, welcome. Today we're having a conversation about doing life with the presence of God. I'm joined with two great friends, High King, Man Knox. Guys, thankful for you guys being here. Excited for today's yeah. conversation. Great. King, why don't, why don't you just give us a lay of the land, who you are, what does life look like? Yeah, so Teach I'm us. High King. I live in Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, been on staff at New Spring for eight years. Has it been eight years? Eight years, yeah. Come on. This past June, it's the day after my birthday, or a day before my birthday is how I always remember. Uh, so eight years on staff, uh, married with two kids, and I'm so blessed. So I'm an associate pastor at our central location mm-hmm. and helping our church fight for uh, fighting for diversity in our church in multiple different ways. Come so, on, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for you. Same. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Mayor, you. tell us about you. My name's Mayor. Meredith, a.k.a. You remember when I met you, I called you Mayor? That's good. <laughs> the Australian. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. Well, I remember it. I'm, I'm glad we're coming, friends yeah. now <laughs> and you actually know my name. Were you embarrassed? Well, I, that's when I read her name, I thought it was Mer because that's how I'd probably read it as an Australian. <laughs> and she's like, I'm Mer, and yeah. I was like, It's okay, okay. Brits say meh. Yeah. So it's like, neither meh, of those are meh. great. Somewhere in there. Anyways, my name is Mer, and um, I have been on staff technically 10 years with like a year abroad mm. in England. Mm. The Commonwealth. That's the true. Commonwealth, that's, yeah. Um, but I still work to the church there in student ministry and um, love it. Uh, and I am a teaching pastor at church, yes, you are. which is awesome. You crush it. Phenomenal. Thank you. Teaching pastor. I love it, man. Yeah. I, as long as the Lord will let me. Yeah. I'm about it. Let it be. Yeah. Well, the reason I, I wanted to have this conversation with both of you is because one, I trust you. Mm-hmm. You guys have like family to, to me and Taylor. And, and really, I, I trust you guys to have this conversation today because we've been talking about pursuing the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And what would it look like to be people who pursue the presence of God? And really, I want today to be super practical because I trust you guys. Mm-hmm. And I really want it to be like pulling back the curtain of your life, giving like the behind yeah. the scenes look of how do you do life with the presence of God? And so, man, I would love you to one, set up a framework for this conversation of one, what is the presence of God and and how do you do life with him? And then let's dive into this conversation. Yeah. So um, even as soon as you said that, what came to mind is uh, thinking about, okay, not to get too technical or whatever. I love it. But you say presence and then with God, you have omnipresence Mm -hmm. and then you have manifest presence, Mm -hmm. right? So the omnipresence of God is the, the, the promise that we all, that I love, which is, hey, I will never leave you or forsake you in Matthew 28. Behold, I'll be with you until the end of the age. So obviously we know God's always with us, mm-hmm. but I'm sure y'all can attest to the fact like I don't always feel mm-hmm. the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely been times where I'm like, I know that you said you're with me, but like, I'm gonna need you to prove it right now, yeah. or I'm gonna be ticked, Quickly. or do something Contour, stupid, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so when, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, when we're talking about you know life with the presence, we're talking about a the knowledge he's always with me. Mm-hmm. That's what you can cling to when you don't feel it because your feelings don't rule your life. Right. Speaking to myself and to us. A reminder. <laughs> um, Daily. So cling to that promise, but also like. 
I truly believe there's a way that you can always be aware mm -hmm. of the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And so when we're talking about that, we're talking about the manifest, the presence of God that's, mm -hmm. that's with us. Yeah. Um, and presence would be like doing life with the presence is the same way. You know, the difference between... Um, King, we were talking about this last week. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just thankful when you're around. Mm -hmm. Like, especially in certain rooms, mm -hmm. like... You know, you mm -hmm. walk in, I'm like, all right, King's here. Like, I feel good. we're good, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, in my mind, we're talking about life with the presence. Mm -hmm. It's when I feel mm -hmm. God is around, there's a peace that I have, a confidence that I have, yes. um, a compassion that I have, mm -hmm. uh, and really like a patience right. and a pace to life that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, than if I were just doing life great. on my own. That's awesome. And so his presence is my favorite, and I always want it around me. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're talking about, how to, like, yeah. be aware of that yeah. at all times. So, King, what, what does that look like for you? Tell me some of your journey to doing life with, with the presence of God, and maybe it's been good at times or challenging, or, like, what's that journey look like for you? Like, give me some behind-the-scenes look into High, King, High King's life. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, it's, it's funny you even ask that because, of course, thinking of the, the presence of God, I, I think when I first started following the Lord, I only thought that the, the presence of God was at the church building. Mm. Um, and it's not that I, I feel like I was conditioned that way because, you know, the church for too long has operated that way. Yeah. And even in this pandemic, we're starting to see mm -hmm. that people are freaking out because yeah. they can't gather. Get in that building. Yeah, and so... Uh, that was my mindset, but as I really started to get into the Word, that's when everything changed. Come on now. Um, and understanding, you know, of course Jesus said, hey, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But then in John, he, he says to his disciples, hey, it's better for you that I go away mm -hmm. uh, because I'm going to send a helper, yep. uh, which is his spirit, and that's where his presence is. So when we believe in Jesus, we're sealed with his promised Holy Spirit. And so in that, understanding that wherever I go, He's with me. So the way that I think of his presence is ultimately I'm hosting him. Mm. Um, of course, in, in church world, there are opportunities that we get to host pastors. Um, there are people that you host in your home, right? You're getting to a place where you're going to serve them. Uh, so the way that I think of God's presence is ultimately I host him. Mm. God, what do you want to do today? That's great. Uh, great. When I'm in an environment, when I'm in a conversation, something strikes me the wrong way. It's like, mm, that didn't come across the right way. Reminding myself, hey, I don't have to go to my natural tendencies because for me, uh, I'm an Enneagram type one. So if, if there's anyone, <laughs> you know what that. I'm talking about. Uh, but I think oftentimes we can allow the Enneagram to disciple us rather than God himself. You didn't just say that. I did, I did, I did. Let him know. But like myself, so like I even allow my Enneagram <laughs> type to to dictate how I should be feeling in the moment of like, oh, I have all these negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. uh, thoughts. It's actually teaching me my natural tendency and the Holy Spirit. Come on. I'm reminded through his word of, of who I'm carrying and way, the way that I should be feeling in the moment. So I think ultimately, man, it's in every conversation. Yeah. And really it starts in my time in the mornings, if I'm being completely honest. Sorry, I'm going on a rant here. Please. But like in the mornings, it's, it's my most precious time. Um, I wake up super early because I have, you know, a wife and two kids and my kids want my attention. They want to be in my presence. Um, and so ultimately, I want to be with God the Father um, and the Spirit. And so in that, 
I want to spend that precious time with him in the word. And from there, everything is transformed throughout my day. Yeah. So that's why I journal, write things down that I feel like he's teaching me mm-hmm. and carry that out throughout my day. Yeah. So. Man, has this, has this been something that, that's come easy to you? Like, do you just wake up and, wow, I'm experiencing the presence of God? Or what, what's the journey look like for Mayor from growing up and, and until now? Are there any key moments in your life where this journey ha- has continued and grown of learning how to experience the presence of God in your everyday moments? Yeah. Um, no, I don't always wake up. Good, I just had to check because it, like, it feels like maybe I don't no. know. <laughs> um, even this morning I woke up and I was like... Mm-hmm. Hi. He's always the first person I talk to. Um, and I'm honest, like, from the get-go. Like, I don't really want to mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like some extra sleep. Um, but when you have gotten to know someone over years, yeah. your, um, like, relational experience with them outweighs, like, what you're feeling mm-hmm. in so the good. moment. Yeah. Um, so even though I wake up and I don't feel like going to him first, mm-hmm. experience has taught me it's gonna it's going to be so great, like mm-hmm. once I do. Um, but how I kind of got there, uh, so I grew up uh, in pretty much every denomination that you can go to, I went to. <laughs> Pentecostal, uh, Baptist, Pentecostal light. It's kind of like a mix. Mm, Baptocostal. <laughs> um, uh, I like served at a Presbyterian church. Um, so just kind of like, I been around. listen, go, go I got it. Like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so, uh, it, but I didn't get saved until I was 19. Okay. So I had all this education about how to live good mm. and no experience with how to actually interact with the presence of God, mm-hmm. candidly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not blaming those churches. It's Satan, you know, manipulating my, manipulating my own sin, whatever. Right, right. So then it became this weird thing of like, what do I do different mm-hmm. now, yeah. you know? Um, and I wish I could say that like the moment I got saved, the next morning I woke up with this like fire to read the word and all of a sudden I was having these dreams and visions and like was hearing this voice I'd never heard. That's not how it was. It was this progressive, the same way like with any friend. Right. Um, we met so and then good. it became this journey of getting to know each other more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, and candidly, the most that I've gotten to know the presence of God have been in my loneliest mm. times. Mm. Tell me about um, those lonely times. Right. When, when, when have you experienced some of so, those moments? Um, really right good, after man. college, I moved to Columbia. Love Columbia. I love you, but it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny. My bad. <laughs> so I looked at the camera because you're sitting by watching I, I, there's listening a coffee from shop. Columbia. You might t- be able to tell me in Columbia. I forget the name that is amazing. It's my favorite coffee It didn't in exist South when Carolina. I lived there. Okay. <laughs> So I, I wish I could Starbucks. give it a shout out, but Starbucks, Starbucks, that's right. Nah. I'm a bit of a snob with coffee, but sorry. You, you are, but it's okay. I, you, life's too short to drink bad coffee. And so um, I was 22, fresh out of college. Uh, and it's like anybody who's, you know, tuning into this can understand who's that age, mm-hmm. how different it is when you graduate from college and you've, um, or from high school, and you've just gone on to something else, and you've left your normal and your friends, and I was working at a church. I was 22 years old, leading all these volunteers, leading all these volunteers who were older than me. Yeah. Um, Our apartment got robbed. Like, it was just this this wilderness of a season. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that my, candidly, my only friend was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be dramatic. Yeah. Like, I would, our first timer area was me looking for friends. Like, that was, that was our first timer area at church. And, but I had never known, um, here, here's what I think it was. God removed the presence of a whole lot of other people so that I could finally understand what the presence of God felt like. That's beautiful. Mm. That's awesome. Uh, because sometimes you can be so, and great people, mm-hmm. like people who have a great presence, mm-hmm. but it's almost like we actually uh, dilute the relationship that we could have with God with so many relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially between the ages of like 18 to 25, I would say like everything's about friends and you know, just hanging out all the time. And now I love people. Mm-hmm. I would rather be alone with the Holy Spirit than with anyone else. No doubt. But you don't learn that yeah. unless you've learned loneliness. It's great, so um, good, man. And same like when I, I moved to England when I was 25. Mm. Not only do I not have any friends, everybody talks weird. It's raining all the time. Um, I don't have a car. I'm trying to figure out how the money works. And it was yeah. just, an, it was like an elevated mm. season of desperation. Finding, figuring out how to do student ministry in another place. Yeah, completely different context. Yeah, um, that I learned friendship with the Holy Spirit in a different way there. Um, that legit, no one has known me, experienced life with me like the Holy Spirit has. Mm. Um, but you know, like those ride or die friends. You become that way because of those awesome. times together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I've, I've experienced it's the awesome. presence. Yeah. Right, so right there. <laughs> King, you, met, you mentioned something that I want to talk about is, is you said go, people are, have, feel comfortable with experiencing the presence of God in buildings, mm-hmm. but there is, there is so much more to experience with, with the presence of God. And I, w- I would love for you to speak to lessons you've learned of doing life with, with God in the everyday, ordinary moments. It's not necessarily these, these pinnacle, high-top, amazing moments, but it's like mm-hmm. the boring, the, in, the hard times, mm-hmm. the good times. Speak to me some, some lessons and things you've learned through that. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think I, I alluded to this earlier, but really when I started to understand God's Word, everything changed because it taught me Um, God's values over my own, of course, but also what I was taught growing up. And so in that, of of course, of of carrying his presence and in the day-to-day routine, I literally think of the verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Now, my personality is the type I can get prideful in the way of, I don't want that verse because it's on every coffee mug. So I'm going to do the opposite. Go <laughs> find right? something else. But like, there's a reason why that verse is popular. Exactly. You know? And so, literally, in my day to day routine, there are times where I really can't lean on my own understanding. I have to trust God mm-hmm. because if I'm going through something, it's for, it's for His good through me, mm-hmm. right? And so, because my circumstances aren't where they may need to be, I've had to have a heart of thankfulness, and this is the hardest thing, honestly. I think this is Philippians 4, um, but just talks about, um, you know, honoring God in everything, um, and don't be anxious about anything, but continuing to give thanks. Mm -hmm. Because when you do, the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart. Mm -hmm. And so in that, I've learned in, in carrying his presence in every situation. So whether I'm in a meeting or there's a confrontation in my family. It's like, God, why are you doing this? Like, I want to blame him, but 
But ultimately, what I see in that is that it's all for his good and ultimately, ultimately for my good. Mm -hmm. So through it, is there something that he can change the trajectory of, of my life, my family's life, through what he wants to teach me in this current season mm -hmm. that I can pass on, that the generational curse mm. can stop yeah. with my kids? So just having a heart of thankfulness ultimately through it. Yeah. Um, and in saying that, I know you mentioned like, hey, maybe not like the mountaintops, et cetera, but like when bad things happen to me, I've learned to say, Lord, thank you for this because I know that you're teaching me something. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. And I ask him, what is that thing that you're trying to teach me? Because of course, if I'm in a moment now of a circumstance that I don't think I can get through, when I look back over my life, there were moments where I didn't think I could right. get through it. But when I look back, it's like, I've grown right. so much. Like, I'm, I'm thankful I went Here through we this are. thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so when I'm in a current circumstance, it's like, Lord, I know you're in this too. So like, yeah. what do you want to teach me yeah. through this? Yeah. You're getting rid of me and I'm getting more of you, which yeah. means the world is going to get more of you. That's and so that's how I've had to approach it in, yeah. in carrying and hosting his presence. I think something even for me is, so 2019 was probably like the hardest year of my life with my mom passing in at the Christmas just yeah. before. Mm -hmm. But I truly think I, when I look back on last year, there wasn't many moments where I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like many times at night, sitting on my couch, crying with my wife and, and just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. But, but I, I could tangibly feel God's presence yeah. in those moments, mm -hmm. him comforting, mm -hmm. being with me. And I, I now have a seat that I look at where I felt like yeah. I look at that seat and I'm like, I got so much healing right there. Right. Because in lonely moments, in hard moments, he is with yeah. us in that. And mm -hmm. so I'd love to hear from both of you of just in this moment, Speak to some young adults right now of any encouragement you want to give about the, ho the Holy Spirit, life with the presence, yeah. anything you want to say. Um, well, before I even get there, like Go even what you just said, like I, I found so much comfort in that chair, so much healing. How can you know God as comforter mm -hmm. until you have a moment where you've needed comfort like never right, before? Right. How can you know God as healer yeah. if you've, needed healing like you, how can you know God is friend? I'm so good. Unless you really mm -hmm. need a friend. Yeah. Um, and so I've heard like people talk about before, you can kind of tell the spiritual stat, the actual spiritual status of your soul when you're in neutral, mm -hmm. meaning like when everything kind of shuts down at night mm -hmm. or, you know, a global pandemic hits. Right and everything just kind of goes to neutral, mm -hmm. what does your mind just kind of drop into? What is your, and now, because of your, King, you're just saying like your seasoned mm -hmm. walk with Holy Spirit, your neutral is like, no, I will endure. Mm -hmm. No, this will work out for my good. Mm -hmm. But that's, again, that so is good. built Tested through built years. Yeah, that. And being okay with the process too. Yes. Like, that's, yeah. Um, and that's, I, I wish, so this is where I'll get into, like, I'm gonna look at the camera now. I wish, um, like, just speaking directly to 18 and 25 year olds right now, I wish someone had been on, uh, maybe they were honest, maybe I just didn't listen. <laughs> um, honest with me of like, let's say you're in college, post-college, you're gonna have some of the most formative moments of your life between the ages of 18 and 25. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's friendships or pain or hurt or whatever. Um, but just want to encourage anyone um, that, 
regardless of what happens, mm. what we're talking about is not like just content right. for, mm -hmm. you know, rally to listen to and yeah. take in. Mm -hmm. um, what we're talking about is what Christians have banked on yep. for centuries, mm -hmm. uh, is that the presence of God is better than anything else. So much better. I, I'm sure you have great friends. I'm sure your friends are awesome. Mm -hmm. He, he's, he, I'm trying to say this in not a <laughs> crass way. He is so much better. Yeah. Like, he's so much better. Yeah. I'm sure your boyfriend's awesome. Mm -hmm. Let's say you get married. Five years into marriage, if the presence of God is not the delight of your soul, marriage will be really, really hard. Mm. Um, this, this relationship with the presence of God is the one that not only will sustain you now, it'll be the one that we live in forever. Beautiful. Um, and so, have y'all seen The Chosen? I've seen one episode. So is this, okay. Maybe I need to watch it. It is, listen, <laughs> yeah. anything that's like Christian TV, yeah. let's be honest, I'm normally like, Kinda cheesy. lame. Yeah. Okay, this TV show is all about it's called The Chosen because it's Jesus choosing his 12 disciples or whatever. It's amazing. I've cried every episode because it, uh, there's a way that they portray the humanity of Jesus in a way that I've never seen before mm -hmm. um, that will make you fall in love with Jesus all over again. Now, that's an actor, so make sure you're not connecting the like, that's Jesus. No, that's an actor. That's him. But, right? <laughs> um, but I... I I thought of the last episode comes from John 4. And I'm watching this episode. I might cry now. I'm watching this episode because I've experienced it. That's mm -hmm. why. So if you don't know John 4, it's the woman at the well, right? The woman who has been very popular with a lot of men. And Jesus calls that out in her. But then they get to this exchange, John 4, um, and she says, the woman said to him, because he called her out on her multiple husbands, the woman said to him, sir, I don't know if she smacked her lips, but that's how I read it. Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Mm -hmm. Our fathers worshiped on this mountain. Mm -hmm. But you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship. You will worship what you do not know. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. Let me boil that all down. Mm -hmm. Basically, all they had known, Samaritans and Jews, a location to go to experience the presence of God. I go to this temple. The Samaritans weren't allowed to the temple. So to them, to this woman, she'd never been able to get close to the presence of God because mm -hmm. that was housed in Jerusalem and they couldn't go there. Yeah. And now Jesus, God, is looking at her saying, I'm telling you, no more mountains, yeah. no more temples. The time is here where you can worship and experience me anywhere you want. Mm -hmm. And there's this moment in the show where she's, Dang it, where she's weeping and she goes, she looks at him with like disbelief in her face and she goes, no more mountains? Mm -hmm. And he goes, no more mountains. Mm -hmm. And she just breaks mm -hmm. at this thought of she's never been able to experience the presence of God and now she can have it anywhere mm -hmm. at any time. And I'm praying that that is not just anybody interacting with this, mm -hmm. 
but that is every Christian's experience that we can have it mm -hmm. in a way that no other generation before Jesus could have it. And it's the best. Amen. That's so freaking good. So now you'll watch the know. show. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to say anything. Because it's just good. <laughs> <laughs> it is beautiful. No, I, I mean, literally, as, as Mary's saying all of that, I'm taking 18 to 25. I'm 31 now, which I still feel like I'm 25, you know. Same. But anyways, yeah. We come are. On. Come on. In spirit. How, how old are you? 26. 26, okay, on. come on. But in that, man, I, I, I literally think back to those moments where, you know, I graduate high school, I'm still living with my parents, trying to figure out, do I go to college? And then I do go to college for a little bit, and I'm living in dorm rooms, and I just remember being so lonely, as Mary mm -hmm. was saying. And it's like, man, this, I don't know if this is it. But then I get around a, a specific group of people, and it's like, maybe this is it. So I, I literally, yeah. I don't want to say I've tried it all. I've tried a lot. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing like the presence of God. And I'm not, uh, same as Mayor, I'm not saying that because we have to on the set um, or in this time. But ultimately, I've had, by the grace of God, friends who are millionaires that follow Jesus, millionaires that don't follow Jesus. And from people that live in poverty, mm -hmm. you know, they just don't know the Lord. Um, and through all of that, the people who know God personally, there's just something about their life that's different. Beautiful, yeah. bro. Um, and it's like, the money, it doesn't matter. That goes away. The cars, it goes away. Um, being an athlete, doesn't matter what the case may be. It goes away. Mm -hmm. But the presence of God is always yep. there. And so there's nothing like him. And I, I want to be with him. I'm, thankfully, I am with him the rest of my life. I know yep. there can be things that, that hinder and get in the way. But it's why I'm so guarded with the people that I am around. Because I want for them to continue to push me to be in his presence continually. So... That's what I would encourage yeah. anyone from 18 to 25. I don't care what age you are, but specifically because we're we're talking to 18 and 25-year-olds, yeah. fight to get in his presence. Yeah. There's nothing like it. Sorry, can I say one more I thing love, to love that? Yeah. Um, you have more distractions, mm -hmm. more things vying for your attention than any generation ever. Mm -hmm. This will be a fight. Um, one thing I love about the presence of God is he will not force himself right. into your life and experience. Mm -hmm. He will not um, demand uh, and force your attention. You're going to have to fight mm -hmm. for this. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to fight to be around people who help you fight mm -hmm. for this. Mm -hmm. um, so you need to designate like a place mm -hmm. for me and my house I literally have an upper room. I went there the other day. It's powerful. It's, it's I'm she, telling she built a good you, setup, man. It is. There's a, there's a straight line to heaven. Yeah. It is. And that's what it's designated for. I don't watch movies up there. Yeah. I don't watch TV up there. Yeah. I like, it is set for me and God. Um, and so I'm just going to encourage you. Yeah, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to, like, delete some stuff for a while. Mm -hmm. There's probably somebody that you need to stop hanging out with. Yeah. But it is worth the fight. We can all attest to. Mm -hmm. It is worth the fight, so fight for it, yeah. fight for it. That's so dang good. Yeah. We're, we're about to bring our time to a close, but I wanna hear from both of you, um, any dreams in your heart, things, final parting words for 18 to 25 year olds, what do you wanna see for them in the world that they live in today? Mm -hmm. You wanna go first? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, specifically a, a thing that holds near and dear to my heart is 
I hate to use the, the term just diversity. I hate racism. Literally, I hate it. And it is a spiritual stronghold on our state. Yes. And ultimately our, our country. And I mean, you can turn on, yeah, in the, the world too, but um, just knowing the history of our, our country and our state specifically, but also knowing the future of the kingdom of God. Right, reading Revelation 7, where it says that every every tribe, every nation, every tongue before the throne of God, worshiping together. I think that our churches should reflect it. Yeah. Um, because if our churches reflect it, then our world yeah. will reflect it. And it's not saying that I have a political view that's greater than the other, because I throw politics out of it. It has nothing it's to do with it. It's a kingdom thing. It's a kingdom thing. And so Jesus taught us how to pray and said that his kingdom should come on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. We know what it looks like. Why not bring it here? And so there's so much division based on our social class um, and our race in our world. And I'm super passionate because I believe that the 18 to 25 year olds are in a pivotal moment in history. Yes. Um, it's 2020, there's a pandemic, everything has been exposed. Why not now, this generation, fix the older generation, help the older generation, but also lead the way for yeah. the future generations yeah. to come. Um, so I can get super fired up about that, but that's that's my hope and that's my dream, for sure. This is me stirring you up. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, grateful for you, man. So I'm just gonna amen that mm -hmm. 2.0. Mm -hmm. um, the verse that keeps coming to my mind is in the Psalms where it says, "The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear Him." Mm -hmm. We talked a lot about friendship, relationship. Um, Starting with my generation, I'm only eight to 10 years older <laughs> than everyone, um, you know, with us. Uh, we sacrifice a lot because of fear of man, mm -hmm. fear of family, fear of division in family. Um, so good, Breach. Because we feared all that more than we did that we fear the Lord. Yes. Friendship with God in the presence of God is available when we fear Him more than we fear anyone else. Yes. And that doesn't mean fear is in, um, like He's going to come in an unkind, uh, uh, dictator-like way. Um, it's the kind of, um, I'm afraid of being anywhere else than as close to God mm -hmm. as is humanly possible mm -hmm. for me here on earth. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, yes and amen to everything King talked about. Mm -hmm. Legitimately, the finger point is coming <laughs> out. The finger's <laughs> out. Your generation mm -hmm. has an opportunity yes. unlike any point ever before. Amen. Yeah, racism has happened, like, you know, we've had civil rights movements. I'm telling you, the reason this one feels so heightened is because I believe it's the final mm -hmm. push of the enemy yes. to keep his grip that he's had on our nation for a long time. Um, things that have been in darkness, when you shine a light on them, they shriek. Yeah. So things are loud and they are chaotic mm -hmm. because a light has been shined on them. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, there is, what I'm begging God for you is fear the Lord more than you do anything yes, else. How do I fear the Lord more than I do anything else? It means you don't just post to appear like you are siding with a certain side. Um, 
you pray more than you post because yes. you want when you post for it to actually hold kingdom alignment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you challenge, but you ask God to convict your own heart more than you do someone else's so that when you do challenge, the overflow is coming out of a place of, listen, I can lovingly call you out, my brother or my sister, because I saw the ugliness of this in myself and I want us to be aligned. It's time to stop playing games. Mm-hmm. Hot dog. Let know. It's, it's time. It's time. And I'm saying this to me. Yeah. Literally, we were driving here. We, me and the Holy Spirit, <laughs> we're, we're driving here, and I did a few loops because I knew I wasn't ready to talk. Mm. I was all up in myself. Mm. I was feeling a little overlooked and a little insecure. Mm. And I kept doing loops because I was like, God, I'm not coming to talk about the presence mm-hmm. when the only thing that's going to overflow out of me right now is just Fridell. And so I did some loops, and I was like, Lord, the Holy Spirit, fill me up right now because I want what flows out of me to be from the overflow from, of your heart. And I'm telling you, this is from the overflow mm-hmm. of his heart. It's time to stop playing games. On, You're man. too powerful. This is too important. Time is so short. Get in this word. Get Come with on. some friends. Find your own upper room. I don't care if it's in a dorm room, and you curtain off a corner of your dorm room from your roommate to have that space mm-hmm. to spend time with God. This is a pivotal time, and you get the opportunity to live in such a time as this. Mm-hmm. We get the opportunity to live in such a time as this. Mm-hmm. How trustworthy God must find us. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even time. lie. Like, I really do feel that this is the generation to do it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it to, like, say it because we have to. It's like, because I don't have to. I really do feel that this is the generation yeah. to make the change. It could happen. And it's going to happen. So, yeah. What if? Yeah. It's going to happen. King can keep talking for a while. <laughs> yeah. Josh, lead us. Yeah. The, the, this has been a special conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the important thing is the conversation doesn't stop here. Mm-hmm. It continues. We, we have to continue yeah. these conversations mm-hmm. in, in groups, in friendships, around dinner tables that, yeah. that, that we have to stir one another on. Yes. Um, and so I just want to say a huge thank you to both of you for making time for this conversation. Um, and I'd love, King, for, for you yeah. to pray for us yeah, and, and pray for this generation. Yeah. And, and, and let's just beg God for a moment. Absolutely. Um, and, and truly, thank yeah. you both for, for this time. Thank you. Yeah, man, thank you for having us, for sure. Uh, Father God, we, we thank you that you are our Father. Mm-hmm. King Jesus, we're so grateful for your love and your sacrifice. We're grateful that you are our Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being our comforter, our helper. Um, And God, I'm just grateful that you're three in one. Mm. Yeah. Um, Thank you for being so good in in the fact that you can meet us right where we are. Mm. And so, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity today to share the goodness of your presence, that you're with us, but you're also with every single person that's listening, every single person that's watching, whenever they watch and whenever they listen. Mm -hmm. You're with them right there in that moment, and you can continuously speak. And so, God, we want to ask that you would continue to speak to us. But, God, not only would you speak to us, would we receive and behold what it is that you're saying to us. God, transform us into becoming more like your son, Jesus. We don't want to just have the language of Christianity. We want to live the life uh, that you lived here on earth, King Jesus. You said greater things than these we Mm, will do if we believe in you. And so, Jesus, I'm believing that promise that you've given us that we're going to do greater things, God. We're going to see more healings. Uh, physical healings. We're going to see spiritual healings. Um, And God, we're just going to see people um, do things that they've never done before because they believe in you. And so, Father, I thank you for the young men and the young women uh, that are a part of this ministry. I thank you for the leaders 
that have, are investing their time and their finances and, and all of their resources into this generation because they matter. God, we thank you for them. We honor them. Um, and God, ultimately, I'm, I'm just super grateful to be sitting here today with Josh and Meredith. I definitely don't deserve it. Um, God, I remember those lonely nights when I cried out to you and said, if you're real, would you just speak? And God, you allow me to sit around a table today to talk about your presence. It's no small thing. I'm not here because I'm good. I'm here because of you. Amen. And Father, I pray that you would never let me forget where I came from. Mm. I definitely don't deserve it. But God, I, I, I don't just pray that for my life. I pray that for every single person that's tuning in, God, mm. that you would allow this to be a reality for us, that we don't lose sight of you, that we don't check off the box in the sense of praying just to pray, but we would meet with you right because you want to meet with us. Thank you for being so good. Would you minister to our hearts so much so that we look different after this moment, mm -hmm. that our parents, when they speak to us over the phone, they say something sounds different in your voice. Mm -hmm. It's because we've heard the voice of God. Mm -hmm. Speak to us, transform us. We love you, we honor you, and we bless you. And I pray this in the mighty and strong name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining the Rally Podcast. We hope it encouraged you. We'd love for you to be part of the Rally family. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and YouTube at New Spring Rally so you don't miss a thing.